Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. Game of Thrones. The Walking Dead. Westworld. No, that's the West Wing. West, Westworld. There have been many podcasts which seek to analyse the complexities, the depth, the plot lines, the hidden story arcs, the beauty of these productions. Quite simply, the world doesn't need another one, which is why we're applying that level of discussion to the bottom of the televisual barrel and scraping it with a weekly celebration of The One Show. Welcome, welcome to the one show, the the one show show, the podcast that pretends to be the clown from it, lying in wait in a drain for TV's the one show as it passes by before dragging it down and drowning it in the sewers. Wow. We all float down here, Matt Baker. I am John Holmes. Well, we're really not holding back on the threats to the one no. show now, are we? <laughs> Just moved on to actual dismemberment <laughs> yeah. and murder. That's right. Uh, this week on the showbiz sofas, Patrick Keelty shows his arse. Matt single-handedly rescues the high street, and there's a weird lobster. Joining me to jab it with verbal sticks are the The One Show 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 regular Mark Haynes and comedian, writer, vegan, bon viveur and career criminal, Jake Yap. Hello. Yeah, hello everybody. Uh, Good, well look, we'll we'll come clean, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, First of all, we're recording this on a different day to usual for reasons, and thus it'll probably go out and be downloadable a day late, but it's the first time I've ever watched The One Show on a Friday, because we decided to watch the sort of end of the week stuff. Yeah, we we normally record on a Friday, so, so that one is totally out. Yeah, Friday in some ways is the best day of the week, isn't it? In many ways, because Matt Baker's not there, yeah. is what you're getting at. <laughs> so instead, we were treated to Patrick Keelty, who's done it before, but we haven't really had a chance to talk about him. So, no. uh, Jake, welcome back. By Thanks. The way. Thank yeah. you. It's yeah. lovely to be here. Yeah, it was fun. You... I, I feel like Patrick Keelty, it's like someone's just turned down the saturation slowly over the years. You know what I mean? The yeah. co- there's no colour pigment. No, he is He is like us. He's not even pink anymore. No. He's just, <laughs> you know, when you see like. He had that beautiful sausagey. Yeah, didn't he? he? Yeah, oh, sort God. of like like um uh, like like he smelt bad. 
<laughs> you know when you see those films where there's a character from like an old timey film who ends up in like modern 1980s Times <laughs> yeah. Square? The Tesco advert right now. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. the one. Yeah. That's what Patrick Kilty's like. It's like they went back to the 90s <laughs> when TV was in black and white and he's been superimposed into a modern thing. This was the one with Westlife, we should say. Yes. Now, Paddy and Westlife go back, of course, all being good Irish boys. Mm. Uh, and that became very apparent, didn't it, in a sort of a, a chat that was clearly they, they knew each other quite well. Just, just to alienate anyone watching yeah. and Angelica Bell also in the studio. Yeah. Who yeah. didn't... Who didn't uh, Westlife, look, I haven't seen Westlife for a while, but they're... They, they've... I mean, some of them have aged well, others not so much, <laughs> I thought. One of them was quite fat now. Yeah. Um, oh, come on now. We can't do... You can't just, do I this. Just, the 90s. You can't I've fat just, shame. I've fat shamed Westlife. I've just done it. Right, but I'm, it, I'm more... I think the others are in trouble for not getting fat because that's yeah. what you're supposed to do. Yeah. Yeah. It made me they, furious. They just... They look ill. Yeah. You know, you were kind of like, I didn't want to ask because <laughs> he wasn't fat, so I assumed there was something. He's a middle-aged man. He's not fat. So but they were dressed... They were middle-aged men dressed as 20-year-olds. You know, but, but quite pointed. One of them was wearing bloody sunglasses indoors at the beginning. I of thought you were going to say bloody Sunday there. In a weird, <laughs> weird Irish joke. Yeah. He's wearing a bloody Sunday T-shirt. Bloody sunglasses. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the follow-up single for Bono. Uh, Angelica noticed, because she went in with some quite hard-hitting questions to open up. Uh, she started, uh, yeah. you are always looking fantastic, in great shape. Wow. Uh, and her big opening question was, I hear you've been taking up a new fitness regime. You were all looking fantastic. As are in you. Great, you. Oh, As in you great yourselves. shape. But I hear you've been taking up a new fitness regime. Yeah, one of them hadn't. <laughs> Dude, well, it's the I'm 90s. just saying it like it is, Jake. <laughs> Telling it like it is. Yeah, you're right, because they, they had a little picture of them, didn't they? Mm. Practising, and then they all discussed yoga. Yep. Uh, even though the picture wasn't of some yoga. No. They, uh, in fairness, Westlife, they looked too confident about being there. They were like, oh, it's this, it's a breeze. We just come in and we, we yeah. act like the lads doing our bants. Yeah. yeah. And they were having an easy time that was not translating on screen <laughs> well, at all. Well, it's the fact that they've, they're all inside Angelica Bell's ring. Which is... <laughs> that, that was an opening. Well, <laughs> I mean, it was... <laughs> afterwards, yeah. yeah. If yeah. you're a lawyer, continue listening to this. Do not context. play that out of context. context is, yeah. In a yeah. courtroom. <laughs> because there's more to this. Uh, they, well, you can describe it, Jake. I mean, Angelica Bell was very proud of her Westlife ring. Yeah, well, who wouldn't be? Uh, and I'm sure she's not the first, but she has an engraving inside her ring. That's which... right. Says us against the world, which is that a West? I don't. I didn't really understand the reference. Apparently, it's a, it's a Westlife lyric, but I okay. I, I kind of thought uh, that's a very dark place to be in, I isn't it? Absolutely agree. Excellent. Well, um, it's good to have you here, and it's Thank true. You. you are in my red wing. Us against the world. Oh, back wow. home album. Played it all the time, so it's in there. Oh, wow. oh, okay. so, so, so it's a big moment for me. It's a nice ring. Thank you. I, I was thinking, is, is she trying to sort of say, oh, yeah, Angelica Bell and her her children's presenter husband, Michael Underhill? They're fucking anarchists, man. <laughs> they got married because the two of them, they want to destroy the world. They want to see it all burn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, it made me think there's a lyric in uh, Flying Without Wings, mm -hmm. which uh, everybody's looking for that something, one thing that makes it all complete. You find it in the strangest places, places you never knew it could be. 
which I think she has as a tramp stamp. <laughs> <laughs> You'd need a massive fat finger for that one. Well, they could have used that bloke out of Westlife. I mean, <laughs> he's probably it's got, the nineties. He's probably got all of that Westlife's back catalogue on his gut. I don't, I don't know. The, um, the 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 flying without wings thing came back in later because, mm. the, and I don't know whether this was a one show researcher thing because I can think of no other reason for a man trying to break a world record. Uh, of flying horizontally through the air yeah. would yes. even be on the programme. And finally, hello to Mark Hauser. He was the first person and only person to ever jump into the jet stream and next month will be trying to break his own record for the fastest ever horizontal freefall. And he is joining us here this evening. Here he is. Please welcome Mark. Yeah! This, is, this is something that we miss because we don't do Fridays. Fridays is... Uh, stand-up comedy day and they have a little section within the one show where they'll go so here are the three of the things that caught our eye this week yeah. yes and uh, i mean stand-up comedy is subjective isn't it <laughs> some things that people find funny other people think is basically a statement of fact yeah and they had three things they liked there was a woman with three thousand egg cups who was giving them up uh it is a friday and on a friday guys we like to say hello to the lovely people that have made us smile this week we do hello to judy kitching who's trying to sell this collection of 3,500 egg cups. Patrick Hilty, let's not forget, Patrick Hilty, a man who has spent 20 years selling out venues. Certainly, you know, in, in the early days of Patrick Hilty's career, seen as being one of the really bold stand-ups. Oh, yeah. You know, really, really good uh, compare and host. Very much so. Uh, the woman with 3,000 egg, egg cups, she's giving them up. And what's the reason? She found out she doesn't like eggs. Then there was a dog with a stick. <laughs> no, it, it's on, but they can't... It turn the eggs. Uh, the reason she's selling is because she's finally decided that she doesn't like eggs. It's funny, you, you speak of, is it on? Uh, with the Westlife, they'd done this little um, amusing little format point, mm. which was that they had a, a telephone on, oh, on the table. This was odd. And I loved that um, it was for super fans. Yeah. Like eight super fans had the phone number or something. And, and Patrick said, it is connected. <laughs> I mean, it was quite defensive. OK, uh, later on, we're going to be giving some other Westlife superfans uh, a chance to ask their burning questions on this phone line. It is connected. Like, uh, honestly, I mean, it is, it is I mean, connected. No, it isn't, because they didn't use it, because it was there. as a, the, I, At the beginning, with that, I thought it was going to be like multicoloured swap shop. The glory days, when yeah. we could all phone in a live programme and call, in this case, Westlife, some wankers. Well, we've got Twitter now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And, but no, this glittery phone was supposed to ring because they had given a question to... Was it well, a, this a is the point. Nobody knew. Nobody knew how the format no, worked. No, they, they did not sort that out. Because it was sort of like, if you answer a question correctly, yeah. you'll get tickets. But yeah, yeah, yeah. you also get to ask, uh, ask a thing. So when they cut yeah. to this <laughs> phone ringing, Patrick Kilty was like, I was not expecting you to make that noise yeah. at all. Here, your first thing has gone UK number one. Oh, oh hang on. Oh. Hang on. Just like that. I, I actually thought that wasn't going to ring, which would have been quite embarrassing. <laughs> Easy question, super fans. Here we go. Here we go. Hello? Hello? Loads of different phones going off. They answered it, and Angelica Bell said... Okay, we've got whatever it is, Suki. Suki, what's your question? And Patrick went, No, 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 we want the answer. What's your answer? And then yeah. she asked a question. Yeah, yes. so it, it was, was a mess. What's your question? What's the answer? <laughs> My question is who, who has the most annoying habit and what is All over the and shop. And also, the phone clearly wasn't a real, that was a prop phone. No, mm. one, no one was on the phone like in Swap Shop because it just got <clears> piped <throat> into the studio. So this fake yeah. prop phone but doesn't the, work. But the way, the way it worked was. So eight superfans had that phone number, was the idea. Yeah. 
they asked a Westlife trivia question. And it was like really like what was your first number one or something like that. That's right. Yeah. And they said, oh, and we'll have to find out which superfan calls in first. Uh, in the meantime, uh, tell us about the tour. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they filled for like four minutes waiting for the phone to ring. Oh. And you're like, <laughs> I mean, no one cares. There is something funny about the eight superfans of Westlife. Which? I mean, it's, it's a relative scale. And the fact that all eight of them yeah. are a bit like... Oh, I might do this in a couple of minutes. No, what was happening, I think, behind the scenes here was because it's not the days of Swap Shop and now there's far more compliance in place because you can't just throw anyone on air because mm. they might say wanker to Matt Bianco, right? <laughs> what, you, what you have to do is, so the reason that phone wasn't real, of course, is what happened? Yeah, they will have phoned in mm. and the first one to get through would then have to go through some vetting questions from the research transferring the telephone yeah. uh, just to uh, say that's who you are because the, the strict competition process of all this behind the scenes at the BBC. So that four mm. minutes, wasn't that they hadn't rung it was no. just that this sort of thing doesn't work on live television anymore yeah. because of compliance, compliance. Yeah, okay first question of do we do you work for isis <laughs> <laughs> no i don't uh, two, number two are you going to say the word wanker at any point <laughs> this is a legally binding answer um and may affect your premiums there was um the montage though of the super fans mm-hmm. oh, yeah. uh, i was watching it with kim my partner and she said oh it looks like one of those drugs photos <laughs> <laughs> now, that's at home with westlife super fans who've each got a burning question for the boys we've given them the number to this very phone all they need to do is call us now with the answer to this simple question <laughs> and I, thought, I said no to me it looks like you know like nurses who've done bad things <laughs> <laughs> or like the cover montage of that's life magazine like my husband slept with a monkey <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah they and the, the question they so I was, I was confused as to what did they win did they get tickets or was that what they were doing yeah I but wasn't it was very really much sure an what was going on. so she asked her question and they were like of course you've won tickets because otherwise you wouldn't have got okay, through Sophie's still there <laughs> I am there. Yeah, just to clarify, you did have the right answer because you wouldn't have been put through. Which, again, yeah. is just like, this This seems like you made much more complex something that yeah. didn't need to be this complex. I think it was there just for the joke they kept doing, mm. which was them... So, so Westlife had a song yeah. called you, you Lift Me... You Lift Me Up? Oh, you Raise Me Up, You Raise Me Up, is it? Yeah. So they, yeah. they would say... So you ring, and then they cut in the end bit of that song that went, Me Okay. Yeah. And then they all stood up, or supposed to stand up, like yeah. it was a Westlife signature key change you know, I, moment. If you'd have asked me what song they used in that, I would have said it was Flying Without Rings. But <laughs> is that even them? Is no, that, that's, is without that boy zone? that's without wings. Yeah, and it's, it's not it's rings. A, it's still a it's pun. It's because it's in the ring. It's still a, a pun. pun. Oh, yeah, I suppose so. <laughs> Theirs wasn't even a pun then, was it? I don't know. No, it's just know the then. same word. Oh, maybe that was boy. I don't know. Since you brought up boy zone. Mm. Does that legitimise me telling you my story about when I met Louis Walsh when I worked on Buzzcock? A hundred percent. Okay. So, never met him before. He's a really nice guy. Very open guy. If you've met, he gave me his card. He was really sweet. And he was talking about Boyzone. And he was just going, ah, you know, well, they're, 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 they're nice lads, you know, Boyzone. They're sort of really lovely lads. Except Ronan. He's a cunt. <laughs> <laughs> like, I have never met you. And I have been waiting 15 years for the moment to air that anecdote. Consider it aired. <laughs> lovely. Uh, and consider the lawyers. Yes. <laughs> but no, he is a cunt. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, so Westlife, and then the phone with the, and then the flying without wings, man. Yeah, so we had a head cup woman. Yeah. yeah. Then a dog that couldn't get a stick through to um, bollards. bollards. Yeah, which which I will say as well, I've seen a lot in social media, and this was just a new one. Uh, also to Bosco the Dachshund, who was papped here in Highgatewood earlier oh. this week, struggling Saw to this. Go on, boy. Go on, boy. Does he recognize? Yeah, here we go. Look, look. Come on, son. He can do it. And he can, he's not giving up. Oh, no. Watch, watch. If he jumps across, nobody's helping. Here he comes. Come on. Come on, boy. Come on, fella. What's his name? Yeah, and I was a bit like, oh, that that, that seems old hat. Yeah, yes. So yeah. this even, was even that clip was old hat. I'd seen that on social media, and I don't go on social media. And I God. and I don't watch um, the one show on a Friday, so I didn't even know what this feature was where they had these three things. So oh, do yeah. they always have a third thing I, then I that they link to? This the... is their weak stand-up comedy bit where they do a little bit of viral, yeah, little bit of gag writing, yeah, little little yeah. bit of appalling television. <laughs> <laughs> That's every night. Come on, uh, yeah. Well, the man, the, uh, but then. Great big giant of a man yep. came into the studio because he's trying to do this this world record of, of flying uh, free falling. Yeah, yeah. the uh, faster than a, a a Formula One car was his thing, mm. which is like two hundred and ten mm. miles an hour. Yeah. So you've got to go horizontal because I think his terminal velocity is like one hundred and twenty or something. Isn't it? Uh-huh. So you've got to. Uh, but he but he does that, and the only reason he was there was because of the Westlife song. That's yeah. it, flying without wings. Yeah. And yeah. then he stood next to one of Westlife, looked yeah. very tall, and then they got. Rid yeah. Of well, him well, again. well, well, one one of Westlife went. You're tall. This You're is a tall. man who actually genuinely. <laughs> Isn't he? Like, like, like six eight. <laughs> Which is a bit like going, you're fat, yeah. John. <laughs> That's what he should have said back But to yeah, him. he was literally bust in, bust out. He, yeah. he got nothing. Nothing. Yeah, nothing. he was also, I mean, he, he sounded like he was Dutch. So I began to think, yeah. have they was got him in Dutch? from the Netherlands? I think he must have been, was he? He was something. His name was Mark, which again is, is a very sort of like European name. You can be Deutsch, from a lot Deutsch, of places. Deutsch, I think. Was he? He was German. Deutsch, yeah. Deutsch Mark. But when, they, when he came in and he's doing that, I was like, <laughs> oh, God. Come on. Oh, <laughs> God. I'm ill. Oh, wait, that's you. The, if, if the guys are looking for someone to write those gags on a Friday... Shut up. <laughs> Jake, Shut up. Listen, I am that close now. I am that close. <laughs> uh, I, I, the, the best thing about him for me was, actually, he was really tall. And I like seeing things like tall people. And that was the best <laughs> I, I thing fucking I saw. <laughs> do, you, do you miss record breakers? Oh, <laughs> do I ever. Yeah. Oh, man. Hi guys, Sanjelo Epifemia here, telling you to please listen to the Brian and Roger podcast. Now, I don't know who's written it, but whoever it is, is probably a genius. So I think you should give it a listen, because it's such great stuff. Selling a little? Or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. 
So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. And then we were into, oh, they got rid of him. They didn't need him anymore yeah, because yeah. then we're into uh, a film about people who take selfies. Yeah. yeah. And this was a strange VT, Has- wasn't it? Hashtag no filter with Molly King. That's right. Yeah. Molly mm. King, right, who came on and said... As a radio and TV presenter, a big part of my job is to have a presence on social media. I was thinking, well, I'm not sure that is your job. It's to present radio and television. I mean, that's possibly a big part of your job as an egomaniac, <laughs> narcissist, former pop star trying to stay relevant. That's possibly <laughs> I why. like Molly because she... She is the last posh person on television. <laughs> She's like the Duchess of the Saturdays. And she comes out, and when she speaks, every time I hear her speak, I go, Oh, is it the Queen? <laughs> so she would have come and gone, How ironic. Social media. Yeah. And it's you you yeah. don't have posh people on telly anymore yeah. because they get to do better jobs, yeah. <laughs> higher paid jobs, you know. But I, I always like seeing Molly because she's the oh. last remnant she's... of the ruling classes on telly. She did come down on, uh, on well, against, I suppose, she was questioning these narcissists, really. These, mm. So they, they followed one uh, woman who, I think her job was just lifestyle blogger or something. Yeah, so yeah they, they said she works is. with small businesses to uh, raise their social media presence. And yeah. they had her talking to a guy who ran, like, a kebab shop. In, and in Southampton. I think because Molly <laughs> King was in Southampton was and they didn't explain why no. <laughs> she just happened to be where she woke up this morning in a skip <laughs> well Southampton has got SO like social media oh, and they're right. probably like this is a good link <laughs> <laughs> this is, this is a good work. strong link <laughs> but she was then talking to this yeah, woman whose job it was all, all she was saying was on my Instagram what I do is I, I edit my face this one I've did more editing than I normally would I puffed out my lips a little bit edited my jaw slightly to make it a bit more symmetrical smoothed round my cheeks took in my nose because I have a funny bump in my nose this one it kind of looked as if I had a little bit of a pot belly I just cinched in my waist a tiny bit and she's telling that to a kebab shop owner in Southampton <laughs> to try and grow his business he's going well, well what you, what you need is this kebab needs to look much smaller <laughs> <laughs> take out all the fresh vegetables yeah. using this tool take out the fat take out the fat <laughs> and then a man who was like a, a, a walking sack of rocks. Yeah. He was well, he was a human polyp called Alex. <laughs> <laughs> it was just muscle on muscle just yeah. until it looked like yeah, like they, they, something they made, that would, if, you, like, if you push too hard <laughs> You know when you know when people say and I, I swore off meat one day when I cut in and there was a tumour in it. You know, he, they said he was juggling a career as a muscle model with his uh, day, day, day life as an aerospace engineer. Alex is a former amateur boxer who now competes professionally as a muscle model, juggling it with his career as an aerospace engineer. Let's talk to him then about the fucking worthless thing he does. Yeah. It's just an amazing thrown away little bit. But yeah. that's terrifying that he's an aerospace engineer because at one point in it he said, um, um, my likes dropped because they had yeah. to do a week, this challenge of uh, no filter yeah. on their photos for a week. 
and he said, oh, I had a 100% drop in likes. I got about 90 likes. I was like, <laughs> yeah. And if he's an aerospace engineer. <laughs> First hurdle of maths. Man. Fallen. But the reality is, if they're doing a thing about, oh, social media is uh, celebrating the surface and not the real person, yeah. you have just given an aerospace engineer five minutes on BBC One talking about his fucking muscle pics. In the space of one week, I believe I've lost about 200 followers, which is painful. You're just perpetuating the very thing that you're saying we shouldn't perpetuate. And all he was doing, all he was doing, as far as I could see, was putting extra shadows under his abs. Yeah. That was, that seemed to be it. And and he said, said, I didn't do that for a week, and I lost 200 followers. Yeah. Well, Well, he, he didn't understand... Uh, the the concept of no filter, what that expression means, is you don't manipulate the images at all. Yeah. What he thought it meant was just don't filter whether editorially there is any interest in what you're posting. Because <laughs> you said, well, I think people are getting tired of these photos yeah. of me having a poo or like making a sandwich. I mean, he was just pooing out some muscle. <laughs> yeah. he, he turned himself inside out. He's so strong. Yeah. <laughs> 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 well, that's the very the very definition of what what he he described as mundane, normal person content. I've had a small drop in followers. People are probably getting a little bit bored of my mundane, normal person content. I mean, it's the most awful. Oh, it was studio. terrible. I mean, it was it, terrible. Even when we came back to the studio, you on the wide shot, and they made the mics live. Yeah. Oh, um, yes. You even heard one of West live. I don't know. It was the fat one who was jealous. I don't know. <laughs> they opened the mics too early. Yes. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah straight off this, yeah. Said, Sadder, Sadder that you care. It's sad to see that people have chosen to unfollow me, but that's the world that we live in. Saturday, you care? Oh, thank you very much. Yeah, that's, yeah. Right. that's what I meant. That's what I meant. Yeah, yeah. And that, yeah, Westlife sort of social comment from Westlife, and I, my respect for Westlife went up at that moment. Same here, and it annoys me that there's that thing of going. They wouldn't have said that if they didn't know the mics were live. So then everything they say after that, you go, "What? Yo, you're filtering? Yeah. Oh, so the yeah. whole world is filtering, and yeah. television saying don't filter this. Yeah. And that's but, why I don't mind calling one of Westlife a fat fuck because I'm not <laughs> filtering this, Jake. <laughs> not filtering. I don't know which one. <laughs> They're all the same. Right. <laughs> why, but what I want to know is why does that one taste of that one? <laughs> uh, but I didn't know. I didn't like this VT at all. I thought this was a. It was uh, a... They went in with a, with a thing which is basically going: Aren't these people pricks for doing this social media thing, which television does not understand? Yeah. Mm. And then they say, but can they do it without the tricks that they use that people seem to like? And mm. it turns out it's a little bit different. Yeah. Yeah. The end. What have we learned? <laughs> Nothing. Nothing. Nothing you know? at all. Do Nothing you, at all. You were talking earlier about Molly King. Mm. who is you think is a queen. Yes. And that's how you hear her. When I hear her talk, I sort of hear her at maybe 20, 25 years from now. Mm. Kind of slightly still in the same mindset, but always referring to herself as mummy. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? I'm the band's mummy. (laughs) You know what I mean? She'll have like a teenage son who's got, she's like, I'm mummy, I'm the band's mummy. Do you know what I mean? Look, mummy's tired of all this mess. No, not that. It's like, oh, I'll deal with it because you're all just hopeless, silly boys. You know what I mean? (laughs) Do you you know the Saturdays? Yeah. They're not going to be doing anything in 25 years' time. They're not going to be on a public stage. (laughs) They'll be sausages. (laughs) Wouldn't it be good if there was a thing in every girl band's clause and every boy band clause that no one has looked at yet and it's the sausage (laughs) contract that says, regardless of how well you perform, in 30 years from the signing of this 
this date, you will become sausages. They will be valuable sausages for us. You revoke yourself as an asset to Richmond sausages. You've got to go in for that Westlife sausage. It's going to be massive fucking fat sausage, that, I tell you. It's going to be delicious. You don't want any of Alex, the weightlifter guy. Very chewy. We got into that film where Patrick Kilty just stood up and showed his ass to the camera as well. That was a. That was a. It was all about which is my best side. And he did another little stand up comedy joke. Yeah. This is a family show. But Angelica just went, what are you doing? When it comes to posting selfies on social media, everyone wants to show their best side. I mean, this is mine. Uh, This is mine. What are you doing? It clearly hadn't been rehearsed, or at least if it had, she hadn't seen it. He Uh, was saving it, he was keeping his powder dry. I I imagine he'd said, what if I stood up and showed my arse? And they'd gone, I um, don't think that's... uh..." And he's gone, yeah, okay, we'll go with your idea. (laughs) Live TV. (laughs) (laughs) I think he knew it would absolutely floor everyone because it was so funny. And he was like, I don't want to blow it in the rehearsal. This is going to absolutely slay. He had another line that came out of this one where he he was saying to to Westlife, so with Brexit going on, and you you know Matt Matt is going to be watching this at home and he's seen the arse thing and he's gone that's a shame he did that I like like Patrick but that's that's gone a bit too too far far. Uh, and then it came out and so Patrick mentioned Brexit which Matt is a really Brexit averse uh, ironically considering he's going to lose all his farming payments and uh, so Patrick said is there any truth in the rumour that because of Brexit You've had to rename yourself the Backstop Boys. <laughs> and no one had any any comeback or, or comment to say on that. And so, thank God Angelica Bell was there to go straight in with, what was it like when yep. you heard you had your first number one? Actually, what was it like when you heard yeah. that you had your first number one? What was it like? Proper good. Yeah, there was another what was it like as well, wasn't there? Was that on... Um, and and this, this came from Alexander Armstrong the day before. Mm. Oh. Alexander Armstrong was on with Nish Kumar and they were both talking about comedy things and whatever the hell they're doing I don't know Um, but then they talked about they were both in double acts was the sort of line of questioning yeah and Armstrong Armstrong and Miller famously Um, and but he turned to Nish and said oh double acts you know what, what was it like? I mean, yeah. you're both being parts of Double Acts, as we were saying yeah. there. Yeah. But do you prefer to be going solo? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. What's it like? Oh, nice. And I thought, well, Alexander Armstrong's even getting in on this now, lazy, yeah. lazy questioning technique. And, and Nish Kumar yeah. mentioned he was in a Double Act with Tom Neenan, Tom Neenan who yeah. is a, a, a really, really good writer and comedian. Yeah. Uh, I, I didn't know what that... I, I've never heard of that Double Act. Is that just me? Is it well known? No, I hadn't either. Oh, yeah. And of course... <laughs> But They're of course, the, the Boner Boys. I don't know. <laughs> no, I haven't. You know, we. I know Tom, and I know Nick. We all yeah, know. You know, yeah, they were. Yeah. You know, but I had no idea they were a double act. And if I don't know, and we work in this industry. Yeah. The the one show viewers are going to be. Oh, I remember. Yeah, Kumar and Neenan. Do you remember them? I began no. To- I began to doubt the reality of everything going on because I was like, I've not heard of that. And I was thinking, has Nish when they've said, are you in a double act at all? And he's going, yeah, I'm in a double act with Tom Neenan. I was thinking, is this all lies? And then the more you go through, when you begin going, are they lying about everything? Yeah. It begins to become quite an interesting show. Lying without wings. (laughs) (laughs) I like, though, on the double act thing, because right at the beginning, Angelica Bell says, oh, uh, you're about to witness maybe the birth of a new comedy double act. And how fast out of the trap uh, yeah. was Matt with Not Us, mate. Hello, and welcome to my show with Matt. I'm Bell. Now, tonight, tonight, everybody, we could be witnessing the birth of a brand-new comedy double act. What us? It's definitely not us. <laughs> definitely not us. No, no, you're temporary, mate. Don't, that, don't forget not. that. That bit was a badly worded link. You can see what they were going for, and you yeah. let it sort of, like, wash over you, and you go, oh, that seemed perfectly serviceable. It started... <laughs> 
One half of this new duo <laughs> is famed for his ability to transform the most mundane facts into a nail-biting contest of wits. <laughs> he goes, fucking work cut out on this show. <laughs> the other one mashes up this week's news into satire. One half of this new duo is famed for his ability to transform the most mundane facts into a nail-biting contest of wits. Mm-hmm. The other is skilled in mashing our bizarre political news into weekly satire. Now... That's not a one does this and then the other one does something funny related to that. Yeah. That's just a statement of what both of them do. Yeah. One is the Queen of England who lives in Buckingham Palace in the mall, <laughs> while the other one is the country's biggest breeder of sheep. <laughs> <laughs> They're not related. That's just saying what those guests yeah. are. In the rhythm of yeah. something that's yeah. approaching a joke because, or some sort of joke. Because they're not related. And they came off the back of, they did a sort of reprise thing with, oh, you know, a reset thing. Mm. And they said, well, we've got two seasoned political comedians with us. What the... F- yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> Not true. No, you've got Nish Kumar. Yeah. <laughs> and Alexander Ash. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like... Just going... Uh, it's yeah, that funny if, thing of going, like, uh, satire. <laughs> and if you're not in comedy, you just go, oh, that's all comedians. Yeah. yeah. And so when you go... It's, one of them does a political news show and the other one does Pointless, but he used to do sketch comedy. You yeah. go, they're exactly the same. Yeah. Exa- this breakdancer yeah. is exactly the same as yeah. this prima ballerina. <laughs> yes. it's like, but it's like we've got Eric Morecambe and Des O'Connor. <laughs> like, it's not... <laughs> not comparable skill sets. I like... We've got Jerry Lewis and Dean Martin. Like, yeah. That's being very generous. Yeah. They did exactly that, though, where they, they, having done that, they went, um, I bet you were thinking when we read that out, which is which? Because I was actually looking at your faces during that introduction, and you were both thinking, which one am I? (laughs) Yeah? No. 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 (laughs) They are are very individual job (laughs) titles that you read out. Nish Kumar does not host a quiz show, and Alexander Armstrong does not mash up the week's news into satire. (laughs) Just perplexing. Things that sound like the rhythm of the joke that aren't jokes. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely bizarre. I've got a theory about that, that which is, um, I think there's a lot of people who have no sense of humour at all, mm. and they learn the rhythms and cadences of comedy, so they feel it and they know when. Oh, this is a punchline. I don't understand it, yeah. but I can feel the rhythm and hear the the tempo of it, and and now I shall laugh. And that's why people like Noel Edmonds for years could go on TV and just do advertising slogans, mm. and people would. It had the same rhythmic thing, so he could just go, don't you just love being in control? And everyone would go, ah! Because I recognise it! I recognise it! There's someone who does that on on, on TV now, and it's a slightly different remove, but what they are is someone who is incapable of recognising what is a joke or what is funny. So they have built-in stock phrases that you say that make it sound like you've understood there was a joke. Test daily on Strictly Come Dancing. So whatever anyone says, and if you sort of, you know, you have have a line, I don't know what sort gags they'd have on there so yeah, yeah. she's going oh yeah and when we were moving around i mean you know it was like an exhumed corpse that i dug up myself like some kind of spangly fred west <laughs> please tell me that's been one of the lines wow. on strictly i mean that's it it's, <laughs> it's, start watching it's, it. it's on very late this year yeah. um, but tess daly will go hope as you do and the as you do yeah, has yeah, yeah. no relevance to what's going on but it's going i heard the rhythm of a joke yeah. so what do you say i'm not allowed yeah, to yeah. say that that was a joke yeah. I have to go, oh, as you do. You go, poof, chance would be a fine thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She's just like in not... those. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and right there, we bring part one of this week's The The One Show show to a close. Please get V to iTunes and give us a review if you'd be so kind. Although that won't pay the bills, we can at least huddle around your warm praise when the cold nights draw in. See you tomorrow for part two. And that's the joy you bring.
musical podcast. I'm Kiri. And I'm Jade. And I'm Dave. Dave's on keys. But we don't play that too much because otherwise we'll have to pay some people rights money. Yeah. Uh, we do a live show where comedians come and sing their favourite musical theatre songs in front of a live audience. This podcast is us bringing that person inside of a building. <laughs> Welcome to Just a Minute with Jade Adams. <laughs> I panicked. Enjoy. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.